I think this might be a record, but I'm about to do another good news episode of The Breakdown. <laughs> that's that's two in a row, and I think it's three in, a, in about a week's time. Uh, counting from last week to this week. And so, you know, I know I'm often the bearer of very serious and hard news, but I have a lot of good news to share today about the condition and recovery of young Ralph Yarl, who, as you know, was shot by a white bigot when he rang the doorbell, shot through the glass door in the head, in the arm, and has survived And I have a lot of really good news and interesting and surprising news, too, uh, that includes Joe Biden. And and it's it's a very interesting recovery. And so please, uh, let's celebrate that this young man is alive and is recovering. All right. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King. And you're listening to The the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. For those of you who follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you'll see that I just posted a beautiful photograph of young Ralph Yarrow at home with my friend, our dear friend and brother Lee Merritt, who is Ralph's attorney. And uh, Ralph is on the back porch of their home and they're getting some sun and fresh air as he continues to heal and recover. But he is home from the hospital. Um, and, I, and I'll give you several particulars about his health because many of you are praying and rooting for him. Uh, nearly 100,000 people have donated now over $3.2 million to Ralph's family. Um, Ralph is home and his wounds and injuries are healing. Now his greatest injury, I would say his two greatest injuries, are invisible. He has a traumatic brain injury, which is often difficult for people to understand because Someone can have a traumatic brain injury and you don't see it. But when you get shot in the head at close range, had the bullet been a fraction of an inch in any other direction, Ralph would be dead. And the homeowner would probably be saying, "Uh, Ralph broke into my house. Like we would probably never have the full story. And thank God Ralph survived. And is healing. He can walk on his own. He can talk on his own. He has good doctors. He has around the clock care of good people that are looking after him regularly. Um, We are grateful for that, of course. And it will still be a long road as he recovers first from all of his physical injuries. And secondly, as he recovers from the mental and emotional trauma of all that happened, and I won't get into all of it, you know, you know how awful this had to be for this young man. It's like a horror movie that you ring on a doorbell and a, and a white man shows up and shoots you twice. Like, like what? Then you run and try to get help only to have people treat you like a criminal. 
And this kid is like the best of us. He is a wonderful, brilliant, compassionate, kind kid. And I say this with love, a nerd. Like they were treating our best like he was like he was a threat and he wasn't. And um, he has a, a trauma-informed psychologist and therapist that will be helping him and his family. And they're in good hands. And Ralph is in good hands with a family that is crazy about him, with a high school and community that loves him. And he will continue to recover. And my special request from all of you is that you pray for Ralph every day. Pray for his physical and emotional healing and recovery. Um, There's still a lot more healing that has to take place. And that you pray for his dear family and doctors and everyone else that's surrounding him. And we're going to have a, a quick word from some of our sponsors. But I have to tell you about a call that Ralph received from President Joe Biden. I'll be right back right after the break. Just listen to these ads and I'll be right back. So President Joe Biden called to speak to Ralph. And uh, as you know, I'm not a huge fan of Joe Biden. I'm I'm actually probably one of his biggest critics on the left for his lifelong commitment to mass incarceration, which he has renewed again. Um, But this is not the place to talk about it. But I have always said, and I will and I will double down and say it here. I have always seen Joe Biden's greatest gift. Not his policy that helps black folk. That's not it. His greatest gift is the compassion and warmth he can show victims up close. As you may recall, when Joe Biden was a very young man. His wife and daughter died in a horrible car accident. His other children were in the accident and survived just an an awful, awful accident. And his star son, who became a state attorney general and served in the military and had his own aspirations for one day being attorney general of the United States or president, died of brain cancer. And it's Joe Biden's belief that he got that brain cancer uh, while serving in the military around what's called tar pits. And a lot of soldiers have gotten cancer from those pits. And, and his other children have a lot of issues and challenges. Joe Biden understands trauma, period. Politics aside, he is well acquainted with loss, pain, and trauma. And as a result, he is at his best, in my estimation, when he is around other people that have suffered and endured hardship and trauma, and he can relate to them in a very beautiful way. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for this. Uh, the family expected the call of Joe Biden to be two or three minutes long. 
And instead, he and Ralph spoke for nearly an hour. (laughs) Uh, Joe Biden asked like smart questions showing that he knew like he knew intuitively. Didn't seem like he was reading from a script. Uh, He asked very smart questions. He knew the instruments that Ralph played. He knew where he played. He knew that Ralph was very interested in the sciences. Um, And he asked like very smart, thoughtful questions. They had a lot of banter back and forth. Joe Biden shared uh, some stories about the instruments that his family played. He shared story. He asked Ralph about his mother and shared stories about his own mother and family. They spoke about the world and politics. And by the end of the conversation, they enjoyed speaking to each other so much that he invited Ralph to the White House. <laughs> and uh, and the families, when Ralph recovers, uh, the family will take uh, take them up on that offer. And it was just a beautiful moment, a surprising moment. Uh, Lee Merritt, uh, Ralph's family attorney. Uh, He and I both have been deeply critical of President Biden. And Lee and I both were very touched that this was a meaningful, compassionate, sincere, earnest conversation. It was a a beautiful moment. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, um, who in her defense was between meetings, and I think felt like, hey, I probably shouldn't be on the phone with him for long because he's recovering. (laughs) Uh, President Biden just took it in a very different direction. I think Vice President Harris kind of had the thought like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be on here with him for long as he recovers. Uh, They were only on the phone for a few minutes, but she offered just her thoughts and and compassion and and, um, concern for him and his family. And, um, you know, we hope that these meaningful conversations also our hope is always that they are balanced out by thoughtful, compassionate, meaningful policies. But um, it's a beautiful thing. The world loves Ralph. And so many people, so many people see themselves in Ralph because he's, you know, again, I say this with love. He's a nerd. He's, He's a band, he's a band nerd. You know, I was in the band and, you know, like, so if you were in the band, you relate to Ralph. If you were nerdy, you relate to Ralph. If you've ever had to go pick up your siblings, you relate to Ralph. If you've ever gotten a street confused because it literally has the exact same name with something else, you relate to Ralph. If you've ever rang the doorbell and realized it wasn't who you thought it was, you relate to Ralph. And so it's just one of those things where, we all relate to him and what and what has happened to Ralph has just broken everybody's heart. And, um, you know, let's keep on fighting for this young man. And, uh, you know, not to be, you know, overly spiritual, but I just think God, God's hand is on Ralph. And, um, and it's a miracle that he has recovered and survived. And uh, let's get this young man healthy. Listen, I've got to run. I am, you know, in all transparency, heading into uh, my weekly therapy session myself. And, um, you know, it's necessary for me and it may be necessary for you. If you're not already a member of the North Star, I need you to go to the northstar.com and please join and become a member today. Take care, everybody. Break it down.
I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.